Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of JM Rewind. Through JM Rewind, we get an opportunity to check out some of the great guests we've had recently on JM in the AM. On October 2nd, right after Yom Kippur, Rabbi Mendi Zarchi joined us from Chabad in San Juan to discuss the aftermath of the horrific hurricane in Puerto Rico. Um, included in the interview is how we can help support Chabad in San Juan and uh, support the community down there. Rabbi Mendi Zarchi on JM Rewind here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Monday morning, and um, one I so appreciate if you woke up uh, this morning and uh, you're alive, frankly, with the news that uh, we keep hearing from Las Vegas this morning. Largest mass shooting in American history. You also have to be thankful if you have running water. You have to be thankful if you have food and supplies. And uh, somebody who can help us appreciate um, why we should be so appreciative if we have food and water and supplies is Rabbi Mendi Zarchi, who is the head of the Chabad in San Juan, Puerto Rico. And we've been desperately trying to get some type of update regarding the Jewish community down there uh, since the storm of 11 days ago. I believe it was 11 days ago. Rabbi Zarchi can confirm that. And uh, we finally have an opportunity to speak to somebody who is there in Puerto Rico. Rabbi Mendi Zarchi, a Gemar Tov to you, and welcome to JM in the AM. And thank you for having me. Good morning. Um, this, the, the storm started on Rosh Hashanah itself, or right before, or right after? What was the timeline? Yeah, it started on Rosh Hashanah the night before. Um, really, it was a long, range, raging storm with uh, you know winds and the uh, storm beginning at probably 10 p.m., the peak of the storm began uh, was really coming across the island around 5 a.m. Wednesday, or Rosh Hashanah, and it went all the way through, uh, you know, the peak of it till about 10 or 11 a.m. Um, indoors and safety till about 3 p.m. No, no one would venture outside. Meaning on the first day of Yontif? No, Erev Yontif. Oh, on Erev Yontif, on that Wednesday, Erev Yontif. So, I mean, look, so we'll go backwards. I am curious about how Yontif went, etc. But let, let's start with what's going on now. We're, we're so curious about uh, what's going on in San Juan, in Puerto Rico itself, specifically, of course, the Jewish community. What could you tell us about the uh, status of you, your family, your community, in light of the events of the last the two weeks? Physically on the ground, it's a very difficult situation. Um, some of the difficulties have eased up a bit. I'm able to talk on the phone with you uh, with a strong, clear signal. Um, we basically had no communications for over a week. Um, very, very sporadic for the f- a few days later. Just last night, late last night, we have full signal now on our telephones. There is still no electricity for 95% of the island. Um, a, a Probably 50% of the island has no running water or more. Um, large swaths have no communication. Gas lines have eased up, though they're still, you know, prevalent. And water, everyone wants water, water, water. It's still something hard to come by. As we speak right now, we're coordinating medicine for an elderly member. They're on the penthouse that's about the 16th floor. Um, sporadic use of the elevator. I, his wife had not received Umira uh, injection. Um, we have volunteers going to pharmacies and picking them up. Um, Kippur, we received an email, a frantic uh, child, uh, their father was stuck about 15 minutes away in a building on the 15th floor, no elevator. As the generators that are supposed to 
give energy to these elevators so that they can work, um, either have failed, broken down from continued use, already starting from Irma, or they simply ran out of diesel and they couldn't run these generators and they had no food, no water. It's 80 years old. And these are stories you're going to hear again and again, just people stuck, um, prisoners in their apartments. And it's a very harsh um, reality. Um, if there's no generator in a building, there's no water because the the the, the water has to be pumped up. And um, that's where we stand. It's a, it's a status, no electricity. For many places, no water. Um, difficult uh, communications. I, I ventured out to a little town with some of the UGA people that were visiting Puerto Rico, and uh, we went into an area where there was no reception. And my wife couldn't get a hold of me. And, you know, when a Jewish wife can get a hold of her husband after three hours, um, you know, it's a big security alert. Yeah. And and that's 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 going on all over. Emails flooding in. Check on my aunt, my older, my older, you know, relatives. 20 minutes here, an hour there, two hours west. And you can't get to these places because gas is an issue. Um and you know, even first responders just are having that difficulty. Rabbi Zarachi, Rabbi Zarachi down in Chabad of Puerto Rico. So um, what did you do personally? What did you do in terms of supplies, in terms of preparing for the storm? And uh, have you made it, quote-unquote, okay over these 11 days? We were concerned. We took a strong measures prior. We had a contact that has a um, you know one of the larger water bottle suppliers we had. A number of pallets arrived just before Yantif, Um, because without water, you can't survive, you can't manage. Oh, we have a backup generator. We have to get as much motor fuel as we can, because it, for, we're now running, what, 12 or 13 days, and it just continue, and it guzzles motor fuel, and go to find motor fuel later on is very, very difficult. Um, we started running low, and it becomes a scramble. Uh, where do you find motor fuel, um, food supplies, we stocked up, but the demand was enormous, and we've just been trying to get food from anywhere we can. I think we have a few planes coming in, and we reached out to some amazing families, Jewish families in Florida, and uh, we basically told them, look, you know, the food we have, we just can't get it in. The supply chain in Puerto Rico sort of broke down. Drivers of trucks you know, had no communication, so they, they could not be reached. Or even if they can be reached, they had their own service at home, ripped away homes or, 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 or just a mess in their lives. Then they needed gas in their cars to come to the trucks. The trucks need diesel to get out. And so every step of the supply chain is broken, and, and the products are just not um, getting to their, to their desired destination. Um, we have trailers of food coming in, but it's, it's not arriving. So we had generous families come in last week on a private plane. They brought us, they brought us thousands of pounds of just food and drink, simple as that. Now we have today arriving, uh, there was an enormous food drive in uh, Miami. So that should take us through for some time. And I hope that by the time we are done with that, then, um, you know, the, the ports will have opened and allowed some of the larger, uh, you know, food supplies to, to, to trickle in and, and allow us to provide to the needs of the community and for our neighbors at large as well. Rabbi Zarchi Chabad down in uh, Puerto Rico in San Juan, 
How many people? How many? What would what would a normal Rosh Hashanah have been? You would have had how many people with you? You know, over Yontif. Well, even here in Yom Kippur, um, this this uh, Yom Kippur, at our peak, we were at about seventy seventy five. Um, the majority of them came to eat pre-fast and post-fast simply because um, no electricity at home. In some of the cases, no water, no elevators um, because of the breakdown of the generators. Uh, in the normal year, it would be 150, double the amount. Right. Um, this year it may have been, you know, it could have been less, but others that normally would not come. And I had this yearning and a, and a, and a need to come and be present and mingle and you know the neshama, the the soul's slow. You know is inspired when when you're in an ace tzara, and uh, such they they came and they they participated. Well, is there an so, is there an effective way for us to help? I mean, you mentioned the Miami community. You mentioned uh, some people with private planes, and those are very effective methods for those listening around the world. Contributions to your specific chabad are helpful at this point because again, you just described to us a situation where it sounds like you can't even purchase things if you wanted to. Uh, what would be the most effective way, if there is one, for people listening right now to help what's happening in Puerto Rico? You know, the reason Nachum White's coming from Florida is simply because of the, um, you know, the smaller distance. It's expensive to fly planes over. Um, so that became a, a route of a lot of the relief agencies just bringing in stuff. And there's like around the clock flotillas of many of these planes coming in. And, uh, you know, it's, it's effective only because the plane lands. You bring a truck, you have your supplies, and you take it to the desired area. Um, you know, economically, it's not that, you know, it's not cost-effective. It's very costly. Right. So it's just really, a, it's, a, it's an extreme measure taken um, to respond to emergency needs. And we hope that in the short term going forward, something will give and the, just the, the, the supply chain will, will fix itself. Um, it's been a long time. It's 12, 13 days. And um, so, you know, we have stuff, tremendous amounts of goods coming in. They just need to be able to physically uh, arrive on the island, then be taken possession of, and go to their desired desti- destinations. And there's a big backlog of, of you know, containers. I mean, I think it's been on the news yesterday yeah. where they have thousands of containers sitting in the ports. Not enough drivers. No, there's not enough space. Shortage of containers in Florida. So you know the things that we take for granted, the organization, uh, the methodical way of things happening. You know, when it's masia de adam, it's vulnerable, and it gives us just a, an immense and an intense pr- appreciation for um, for the functions of the universe uh, for so many for thousands of years, and everything just continues to flow and function and. Um, I'm looking out the window here. The sun is shining. It's a blue sky, and it's a uh, it's an amazing thing, it's an inspiration to for the people to re- appreciate the gifts of life that that Hashem bestows upon us daily. All right. So you never answered my question, but I'm going to assume that donations to your uh, Chabad in San Juan would be helpful. Is there is there a website to do so? Yeah, yeah. They can go to we have chabadpr.com/slash/relief. For those that want to send supplies or goods, uh, it'll identify the way to go about that. We have, we're working with a shipper um, out of New Jersey, and they can coordinate pickups, or you can have it dropped off there, and it'll make its way over to Puerto Rico. Or if they would like to give a monetary um, donation, that's an option as well. And um, 
whatever it is that someone is willing and can do, we say thank you, and we're very appreciative. And yeshakoyach. Did you year. did you lose a lot of neighbors? Did you, I mean, I'm, I'm sure neighbors lost a lot of stuff, including their homes. Did 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 you know people who actually lost their lives in this? So we don't know of anyone that actually lost their lives, Baruch Hashem. Um, we know of a lot of people that are enduring extreme measures of pain and difficulty as a result. Uh, migration out of Puerto Rico has been enormous. Probably tens of thousands of people have left just to escape the, the heat, the waking up in the morning looking for water, worrying how you're going to fill your car with gas so that you can go to the supermarket. When you arrive in the supermarket, you're waiting on a line and you're just going through that vicious cycle. We have a family of five, and we, we were fortunate to be able to evacuate you know, three people yesterday on a private jet that came in with relief, uh, Jewish-owned, and he gave us space on the plane to take some people out. We have a family of five now in the mountains in total devastation, no running water, no communications, no electricity, three children, and so it's just about getting them out till, um, till you know, the infrastructure is restored. So... Just to put things in perspective, you know, we had a, a couple that moved here about a year ago, and they're they've been very involved. They're they're uh, you know they're they're of means, and uh, their building broke down with the generators. There's no water, and he came here and he says, Rabbi, I need to get out of here. I have my children. It's just too much. I'm going to have a plane come in, but there's one thing: I haven't showered. We haven't showered in three days, and at the Chabad house, we have running water. We have a backup generator. And, and they were able to shower. So you see the extreme. On the yeah. one hand, they can fly out, but it was indiscriminate. Yeah. They, they hadn't showered in three days. Um, and now you have millions of people dealing with uh, a reality of laundry. How do you, you know, there's no, there's no electricity. In some areas, no running water. Washing clothing, and it's, uh, it's just a, a way of life that's settling in, and uh, people need to improvise. Are authorities so, giving estimates how long this can go in terms of uh, the water and electricity, et cetera? You know, in terms of electricity, there's, you know, you hear so many different reports. You know, it's a very complex. It's, a, it's an old system. It's, you know, it gives energy and power, but it's antiquated. The center of the island is very mountainous. Um, the eye of the storm went over many of these areas. Trees have toppled over in mass. I mean, anywhere there were trees, they come down. And when they come down, they come down on power lines, and these power lines go on the ground. It's an enormous, enormous undertaking to get this, grid back up on its, you know, you know, back to its original state and functioning. The, the manpower it needs is, is, is great. I can't, I mean, in some areas it'll be not m- like months, six months. I mean, and we hope to be restored sooner. We're in a centrally located area near the water, near many of the hotels. But yeah. it's been close to two weeks, and we still don't know. I, so, I know your locate. I know your location. Did your home and and uh, and uh, facilities survive over there? You know, we've taken in a lot of water in the home. Some ceilings collapsed. Um, a lot of water has come in. Um, no electricity. Very a lot of humidity, and you know that when you have the heat and the water and the, and the and the mold coming in. There's not much you can do. So we've sustained damage to our roofs and our ceilings and, and our, some of our interior furnishings like, like everyone else has. Yes, we, we certainly have. We have not been home since the night before the storm. We moved into the Chabad house, and um, we had some emergency air mattresses. The, 
you know, we can't complain. They're not that comfortable, but, but we have where to be. Uh, we're in a small room, about 12 by 12. We have a few air mattresses, and uh, that's where we're living. We, had some, we have uh, another family staying here. Um, somebody came on business yesterday, couldn't find a hotel room. Um, he's a dear friend. He's been traveling here for a long time. He had to check up on his uh, stores and what he has here on the arm, see the damage. He's sleeping in another room on an air mattress. Air mattresses can uh, be pretty, you know, <laughs> a, a pretty good solution when you have nothing else. And, uh, Baruch Hashem. How, long, how, many, how many years have you been in Puerto Rico? We're here uh, 19 plus years. 19, wow. We're going on, yeah, we're going on now. Rabbi Mendi, Rabbi Mendi Zarchi, uh, Chabad of Puerto Rico. Those of you who want to head, who want to uh, head to the web and uh, and help out, ChabadPR dot com. ChabadPR dot com. You'll see the Hurricane Maria relief fund there again. ChabadPR dot com. And as you heard Rabbi Zarchi um, uh, emphasize, it is a very very difficult situation, identical to what we've been seeing on the news, of course. And any help, uh, any any ingenious method that one can think of to help, be in touch with him, please, by email. Um, and certainly uh, any food drives or coordination that you think you could undertake to help out, certainly let them know. And obviously, anybody out there who can make a donation, they are going to need a lot of money, quite obviously, now and down the road uh, to make things uh, better again uh, down for the Jewish community of San Juan and Puerto Rico. So go to uh, Chabad. PR.com. Rabbi Zarchi, I wish it was under better circumstances, but I do wish you a happy, healthy, and sweet new year. I'm sure you have quite a perspective about the early part of 5778 from everything that you and your family have endured. And I hope that things improve quickly, and I hope our listeners help out to whatever degree they can. And Rabbi Nachum, thank you for having us and for the great service you provide to the Jewish community. And you should uh, continue to do so for many more years and then bring Shimcha and uplift our hearts and spirits uh, to our Father in Heaven. Amen. Thank you so much. Wow. That was Rabbi Mendi Zarchi of Chabad in San Juan speaking with us right after Yom Kippur about the conditions in Puerto Rico in the aftermath of the massive hurricane. Uri Davidi was a recent guest on JM in the AM. Uh, we got a uh, great look at his uh, brand new album, Halavai, and had a wonderful discussion with him about a variety of things. Uri Davidi, he's next on JM Rewind here at the Nahum Siegel Network.
Well, I mentioned Uri Davidi earlier this morning, and one of our listeners immediately on the app said, "New, no, I want to hear Halavai. Well, there you finally have it, Halavai, <laughs> to open up the uh, brand new music alert segment here on a JM in the AM Monday. Uri Davidi, or I should say, yeah, Uri Davidi is here in our studio at JM in the AM. So first of all, good morning, Nigmar Tov to you. Where are we here? Hang on a second. I'm listening there. There we go. Hi, good morning. Good morning, Gamartov, to everybody. Now I can hear you. I'm so glad that I'm here today, actually. I appreciate that. Hope your Yamim uh, Noroyim were nice. And you're here all the way from Lakewood, New Jersey. Talk about a commitment to come and introduce a brand new album to the greater Jewish world. All the way from Lakewood. So you're up early this morning, yes, to say the least. I think I've woke up this early in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nice to have you here. So who is Uri Davidi? Tell me who he is so that our audience has a perspective. Mm. Of uh, of this brand new album. He's Uri Davidi. Uh, Uri Davidi. It's me. I grew up in uh, Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, came here to learn as a bacher. I've been here for, uh, I don't know, 10 years already, more. Maybe 15 years already. Um, and started singing about five years ago. Um, started small with weddings and chuppahs and stuff. And literally, I never imagined this would happen. But <laughs> one thing kind of led to the next. And uh, before I knew it. 
I was uh, being, you know, out in the wedding concert scene every night, and, and now the album. <laughs> the Lakewood people know that you're here today. The Lakewood people. I don't. I don't do a lot of jobs in Lakewood. Believe mm. it or not, even though I live there and everybody there knows me, and I. But there's a lot. Of, most of my jobs are five towns, New York, and national. Very uh, nice. Every city, yeah. But this is your debut album, yes. correct? This yes. Is this. this is the, the first, first time. One. Why did you decide it's time to? To do this, so that's a, that's a very interesting question. People have been bothering me for a long time, though. You know, I want to hear some new material. I want to hear your own stuff. But honestly, I I felt that you know sometimes I see albums that come out with people I never heard of, and there's still plenty of people that never heard of me. Right. But I'm saying there's a lot of people that did, and you know I've done over 500 weddings, and there's 500 people plus families plus thousands of people that know of me. So I, I felt that at this time, you know, there was enough people that heard of me, and you know, Ellie Lax actually approached me. Good and, said, man. and said, you know, let's do an album. And oh, I said, Ellie officially presents the album? Ellie is the producer of the album, nice. yeah. So he, I work with them a lot, obviously, and then he's like, let's do an album. And, and I couldn't have been a better time, couldn't have been a better album. All right, so we'll talk about the songs and gathering it all up, etc. Those of you watching on Facebook Live, by the way, it seems our camera is, is for some reason, uh, to the side instead of being straight. This is what happens when they leave me in charge of Facebook <laughs> Live. But I do appreciate those who are listening and watching and who are enjoying already as that the audience continues to grow on Facebook Live. Um, all right, so we'll go to another song, and then we'll talk more about the uh, the compositions and uh, what went into this album. Answer one of the questions that has been that has been um, spoken about at length. Are you related to any of the other Davidis who are in the Jewish music world? The only other one that I know is Udi David, right? Which very I guess popular. The first name goes even closer. Correct. <laughs> I am not related. I actually once reached out to him to figure out if I was related. That's funny. But we are not of the same origin, and I do not believe that we are related. And the Davidi family is originally from where? What are your, where are the, the roots? The Davidi family. My father is Persian. He's from Iran. My grandfather was the chief rabbi there, actually. Also named Davidi? Davidi. And my name, actually. Chacham. His name was Chacham Uriel Davidi. And, uh, and your father was from what city in Iran? Tehran. In Tehran. Sure. Wow. So you're somebody who appreciates, well, he certainly, and you certainly appreciate freedom and, uh, yeah. and democracy, don't and you? That's for sure. I mean, I grew up uh, you wouldn't born be, here. But... You wouldn't be doing this, you know, if you were no, in Tehran right now. I don't think now. they would, uh, would like they this would, too would, much. Would, Not the Halavai song, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> they would certainly be against that one. Monday morning, it's JM in the AM, and it's a new music alert Monday. Uh, Uri Davidi is in our studio. We're on Facebook Live. If you go to Nahum Single Network, I'm going to try to fix that camera in a minute. Uh, you were on Facebook Live. Go to Nahum Single Network. You can watch the entire thing. And uh, we'll continue to play some great music. Uh, Uri, it's up to you. Where do we go to next on the album? Which track? Let's say like a good Mashiashle uh, 3. I think it's like a good starter. Uri Davidi, Mashiash. It's brand new from an album entitled Halavai. And you're listening to JM in the AM. I'm 
Davidi live in studio here at JM and the AM. Masha Yesh is the name of that one. Who wrote that song? Ellie Schwab. Nice job. Yeah. Keep hearing that name more and more often, by the way. Yeah, he has another song on my album as well. And uh, how does this process begin? You decided to start collecting songs from some of these great composers, I assume, right? Yeah, we uh, sat down with uh, Yitzi Waldner. We got a couple songs from him, Ellie right. Schwab. Um couple songs i have one song on the album myself um other songs you know kind of came through email that type of thing but most of the songs were actually worked on and we sat with the composers and kind of created them and who's responsible for arranging the album arrangements were actually that's an interesting question i did something a little different than most people i have almost every single song was arranged by somebody else Hmm. besides for two songs were done by the same person every other song was arranged by someone who arranged the one we just heard so the one we just heard was arranged by Eli Lashinsky, and you could actually hear he does a lot of the backup Arabic vocals in the background there. He is very high qualified, yep. I'll tell you that much. He's really great. Facebook Live is on. If you go to Nahum Single Network, Facebook Live is on. That's right, Uri is waving to the crowd. <laughs> we don't have the exact shot that we want, but we did pretty well in terms of straightening out <laughs> the camera. It, so we, 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 have, uh, we have definitely uh, documented proof uh, that this conversation took place. You can watch the video at any point you want. And see Uri Davidi live in studio here at uh, JM the AM. A busy Cholamoid for you? Do you have a lot of stuff coming up? What's happening? So it's actually interesting. I'm going to be in Los Angeles for the Yontif, which my family's there. Um, and it got very complicated, actually, because I started getting calls for shows here. And then, all, and then I'm like, what am I going to do? 
So long story short, I will actually be here Sunday, um, and mo- Monday's still in the air, but I'll be back there Tuesday and Wednesday. All right, so, so yeah, yeah. And, and shows that are open to the public or what? Yeah, so I'm doing one show in Borough Park, the the big um, event over there that they do like outdoors, open to everybody. Right. Um, Sunday night is a is a hotel private thing, and then Monday is still in the air with, with possibly one of the big shows, you know. How different is the L.A. Jewish music scene from uh, from the one we experience over here? There, there isn't much of a Jewish music scene there. I mean, there's a wedding. Cholamoy, they're not going to concerts out there. There actually is one show there that Chabad makes every year. They actually called me, but they called me after I committed to be here. So I'm busy flying back here and back. That's showbiz, huh? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and that would be it. There's not, nothing extensive like around here. Where you, no. Where, where you literally could be busy day No, you can't night. be busy all night over there, no. I mean, go to JewishTickets.com. You'll see what's happening in this area. My oh, yeah. gosh. Well, Israel's even more than here. And Israel, yeah. and Israel's even more. <laughs> Israel's it, crazy what's going on. Where there. our friend Joanna Shepson has a book called Fun in Jerusalem that she puts out for Sukkot, which is absolutely packed with events. It's just unbelievable. Um, all right, let's show this to the public, if you don't mind. Let me have right. the album. This is it, folks. You're looking at Uri Davidi's brand new one. It is his debut album. It's called Halavai. We didn't even spend uh, a second talking about Halavai. It's a song that's obvious around our uh, listeners, which is already extremely popular out there. What's the story with Halavai? So Halavai is actually one of those songs that we spent a lot of time on. It wasn't just an overnight song. My brother actually thought of the idea one day. Before I even started working on the album, he's like, something about Halavai, Halavai, we should want Mashiach to come. Halavai, like, you know, I'm like, you know what? Forget about what you're saying. Halavai is a great word. We'll start with that. <laughs> you know, you're, you're shocked nobody else has taken it. Yeah, right? you know, well, it's actually there was once a song. Oh, yeah, Halavai. of course. That's right. That's right. But uh, I didn't know about that song, actually, right. until I was now, done with Now you're song. hearing about it. Huh? Yeah. Well, no, I find it online, you know. <laughs> um, so he's like, Halavai. I'm like, you know what? It's, it's a great concept. Halavai, we should wish and want Mashiach. And, and it's it's all about, it's a positive message of hope and wishing and wanting. Halavai actually translates to, I Yeah, think, what is a good translation? There's two translations uh, yeah. online. One is, I wish, and one is, if only. If only. I like the if only one. So it's one, if yeah. only. If only Mashiach right. would be here very soon. I like know? the if only one. We're on Facebook Live. You can watch yeah. what's happening right now. If you go to Nahum Siegel Network, again, go to Nahum Siegel Network right now on Facebook. I actually just released a <laughs> lyrical video, animated lyrical video, two nights ago for Halavai. Now, whoa, whoa, whoa. what does that mean? It's, well, it's not a music video, right. but it's, I felt that people needed... They, want, they need to know. There's the a lot of lyrics, and people can't connect to a song until they understand all the words. So, if you go online um, on my channel, Uri Davidi, on YouTube, you'll see a animated video that keeps you interested. But at the same time, you, all the words are showing up, and you're seeing the words, and you're learning the song, and and the concepts on the, in the animation. So, all right, good idea. Yeah. I see the uh, CD is a Nigun Music release. Nigun people music. can go to your website, UriDavidi.com, for sure. information. Uri Davidi. You, you can actually order it there as well. You can order it there, and uh, you can uh, find out about bookings and uh, getting Uri Davidi at your event, whether it be a concert or a simcha. It's on iTunes, Apple Music. Whatever, not Apple you got Apple. it all covered, huh? No, it's on iTunes and Amazon everywhere, yeah. Plus, you're all over social media, so. Yeah, try to be everywhere. All right, give me another song, please, Uri Davidi, on this Monday, a new music alert Monday here at JM in the AM. Fast or slow? Hey, that's up to you. Let's do one more fast song. Okay. Song number 10 is very popular. It's called Billy B. Billy B. on the What could you tell us about this one? I could tell you that this song was one of those quick two-minute compositions <laughs> that I believe will be very popular. This was no work went into this one. <laughs> and yet, good reaction to it. It's huh? a simple song, yeah. It's called Billy B. Uri Davidi is live in studio. You're listening to JM in the AM. Billy B. 
Not a bad message, actually. In my heart, I love all Jews. So says Uri Davidi in this brand new song. Inspired to that, at least. Yeah, that's true. Uh, JM and the AM, it's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Uri Davidi in studio. The album is called Halavai. You can go to his website, Uri Davidi, U-R-I-D-A-V-I-D-I.com. All over social media. If you want to book him for your wedding, bar mitzvah, or concert, you could do so on the web. We've also learned some things about Uri Davidi so far this morning. 
We've learned that he has family in Los Angeles, that he'll be spending the first days of Sukkot in Los Angeles, and that he is living, listen to this, in Lakewood, New Jersey. Apparently, there's a Jewish community in Lakewood, New Jersey. <laughs> Who would know, right? You mentioned to me you were in Deal for Rosh Hashanah. Yes. And what is the Deal community like now? Is it growing like crazy? Deal is is a summer community, really. Right. It's, it's all this... So what happens at Rosh Hashanah? It's a smaller crowd? No, but actually, my, in, my mother-in-law lives there. My wife grew up there. Um, it's a... Uh, it's an interesting crowd. We have a little shul there. It's an Ashkenaz minion that is yeah. close to the hospital where everyone gives birth from Lakewood. So yeah. you have the whole Lakewood actually coming there in the middle of Yontif and davening with us. So it's an interesting uh, so experience. You, so you are leading an Ashkenaz service. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's funny. No? It is kind of funny. I actually grew up, you know, in an Ashkenaz system, schools and everything. I, I don't. I think I could do. Uh, a, I could do a better job leading an Ashkenaz service than a Sfard. Understood. So if you were yeah. da- if you were davening with family, it would be Sfard. Yeah, I'm right. diving personally, right. sorry, but I, I, for the Ahmed, I could do Ashkenaz. Right. Yeah. Because you were in the whole school system, yeah. etc. That's actually a very good point. Yeah. And um, how different is the Nusach from Tehran, from the regular, what we would call Nusach Sfar? Is it very different or is it very similar? Or is it regular Nusach Sfar? Nusach Sfar, there's, well, there's not Nusach Sfar. Nusach Sfar is like the Hasidish Nusach. Right. This is Edut HaMizrach. Right. The Svardi is a whole different thing. Yeah. So very similar to what we know in Israel as Edut Yeah, yeah. It's totally different, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Uri Davidi is here. It's JMNAM on a Monday. Facebook Live on right now. If you go to Nachum Segal Network, go to Nachum Segal Network. I want to thank listener Simon, who's tuned in, along with a lot of other people who are joining in as we speak. If you want to share it on your uh, Facebook profile, go right ahead and do so. Just go to Nachum Segal Network. The video that's live right now is Uri Davidi live in our studio. All right, uh, give me another song. You said we could slow mm, things down a yeah, bit. Yeah, so let's try song number five. I actually composed this song yeah. and uh, obviously like it. <laughs> Anashma. Anashma. At what point did you realize you're a composer? I am not a composer still, but I. Um, but you had luck with this one. This these words. See, I'm very into into messages, and I think every song has to have a message. And these words I found, and I'm like, you know what? There got to be a song with these words. It wasn't really. There's songs, but nothing that anybody knows. So I composed a song to this to these words about five years ago when I first got married. But I didn't like the where the song was going. It didn't. It, it was a gorgeous song. People were telling me to put it out, but I. I it wasn't singable. It wasn't uh, generic enough. And about two years ago, on a random day, actually, in the middle of davening, um, I went outside for a few minutes, and I'm like, I just composed it. And I still didn't plan on putting it on my album because I still didn't think it was anything. And I sang it to Yitzhi Walden, Tally Lax, and they're like, you know what? We're putting this on the album. And believe it or not, the feedback that I'm getting is that people actually love it. So There you go. And we'll listen to yeah. it right now. Anashma Uri Davidi from the album Halavai. It's a brand new album at JM in the AM. Shimatri no 
Davidi on a new music alert Monday between Yom Kippur and Sukkot. An album called Halavai, that song Anashma at JM in the AM. Do you come from a musical family? Do you have uh, predecessors that are musical? Yes, so that's an interesting question. My family is not, not musical. I don't mean, no. have anybody that sings or really, but they play instruments. My first cousin, four times removed. Somebody we would have heard of or not? Is Shlomo Kabach. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> We've heard of him. Yes, he did. <laughs> So that's my uh, extent of 
Are you an expert at Kalbachian music? At this no, point? not at all. I actually never liked Kalbach music. Oh, you but now I'm, 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 you know, definitely getting into it. But I was oh, never, right. I was never a Kalbach guy. That's a good time of year to actually get into it. Yeah. No, you know, listen. There's, there's, you know, the story with the person who says he doesn't like Kalbach stuff, and then he asks for a song, and it's a Kalbach song. So everybody loves Kalbach, but that was never my style. But. How's the album doing? Have you gotten a reaction? First of all, how long is it out? How have I? It's out about two weeks. Right. Um, and the reaction, listen. The reaction that I'm getting is very good. People, um, definitely, stores are actually reordering already. Uh, online, it's definitely moving. And uh, people like the fact that it's a very diverse album. Um, it's, you know, there's Halavai's Israeli, Anashema, we just heard is totally not that style. Um, maybe we'll get to Yachad, which is kind of a gospel English song. Um, there's more Yeshivish Hasidish. There's one song I sing here, actually, with a Hasidish Havara. Um, and it's a mix. It's a huge mix. And, and the reason why it's a mix is because I'm a huge mix. My mother's Ashkenaz, what, my father's what? Sephardi, and I sing weddings from anywhere from the modern Orthodox to, to Lakewood. So. So, you, so you yourself have a diverse background. I have a diverse background and a diverse style of music. Where'd so. you go to school? I went to school in Torres Amos in Los Angeles. Oh. Yeah. We've heard of that. Yeah. Um, with the most recent video, because you mentioned to me that there's a video of you at Lake Terrace. What song is that? So we did a, like a dinner medley. It wasn't uh, from this album. It was uh, just other people's. And material. people access that on your website? That is on YouTube, on my website. All right, sure. So you can see all that. Go to uridavidi.com, yeah. uridavidi.com. We have time for a couple of more. You just mentioned Yachad. you want to go to it? Yeah, let's do Yachad. It's Who's a, responsible for this? Who composed Yachad? This Yachad is okay. So I would say this is composed by Yitzi Waldner, but Ellie Lacks, who we spoke about before, kind of took the song over and is completely responsible for everything that goes on in this song. He actually is a co-composer um, at the end of this song. So he We're arranged it. He did it. The, all the backup choirs are him. It's it's really a, an Ellie Lacks masterpiece. As I mentioned to you, we're big Ellie Lacks fans, and he's quite talented, as you just described. Here it is. It's called Yachad. Uri Davidi is brand new at JM in the AM. <laughs> Bound together with a dream in our heart It was so clear Who we were and who we were meant to be One forever, never tearing apart All united, never be divided We made a night and Knew the true connection, all of us could 
children of Hashem. you used the word gospel earlier has a little gospel sound Uri Davidi brand new and Ellie Lack's presentation called Halavai and as uh, Uri described Ellie with a very big imprint on this song called Yachad here at uh, JM in the AM uh, album available everywhere at this point, right? I mean, what, yeah, yeah. What do we suggest? People go to iTunes. They can if you want it online, get it from iTunes. If you want it, or, or anywhere, iTunes, Amazon. If you want a hard copy, you walk into your local store. If you're out of town, or you're just not in the mood of going to a store, you can go to urydavidi.com and order one, and it'll be shipped to you. Free of charge, same price as a store. So. If you're watching on Facebook Live, this is what it looks like. You walk into a store, you're looking for this. Urydavidi <laughs> and Halavai, simple as that. Uh, all right, we have time for one more. What are we wrapping things up with this morning? What are we wrapping things up? Well, we already did all the fast stuff, pretty much. Wow, we, um, got, we did a comprehensive review of this album. I must yeah, say. yeah, yeah. Let's do a lot of material. Oh, you know what? Maybe we should go to Halavai one more time. Yeah, let's do Halavai. We didn't do that when I was here. Really. And for those who um, are just tuning in, this became the title track because I don't know. Halavai was just a, a song of a good message, a message of hope, a message of Mashiach. So. And how do we decide we're translating it again? Halavai is, if only, if only, yeah. If only is right. 
Uh, Uri Davidi, I take this opportunity to wish you a lot of Hatzlacha. Thank you. A very good 5778 to you. Thank you to you uh, too and as, all the listeners. As you mentioned to us both on and off the air, you are really with all the orchestras. I mean, people could request you. And Yeah, I, I, I don't think there's any band in Jewish music that I didn't work with. Right, so you pride yourself on uh, on really working yeah. with everybody. If anybody would like you to be uh, the lead singer at any event, whether it be a wedding or a celebration or any type of concert, they could be in touch with you and uh, and check out your website, uridavidi.com, Uri, U-R-I, Davidi, D-A-V-I-D-I. Com. The album is distributed by Nigun Music. It's presented by Ellie Lax. We mentioned him earlier, and it is called Halavai, and that's how we're going to wrap things up. Uri Davidi and a brand new Music Alert Monday. Uh, good luck with this. Looks like, you're off yes. to, looks like you're off to a great start. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I, I hope people enjoy it, and that's really the main point here. So. And a pleasure meeting you. Yes, same here. Uh, Uri Davidi on a new Music Alert Monday. I thank those of you who have been watching on Facebook Live, and thank all of you for tuning in on a very special new Music Alert Monday at JM in the AM. That was my conversation with Uri Davidi after the release of his debut album, Halavai, uh, on the day that he visited our JM the AM Nahum Siegel Network studios. That does it for another edition of JM Rewind. Thanks so much for tuning in. Plenty more coming up if you keep it right here at the Nahum Siegel Network.